fulfilled life project. I'm Chrysanthi Finn, a wife and mama of three littles who is massively passionate about finding fulfillment in the ordinary and helping you do the same. The intention with this podcast is to have you leaving every episode feeling fired up for life, ready to find joy in the ordinary and ready to ditch that same stuff, different day mindset. Let's get fulfilled. Did we get here? Hey friend, today I want to talk to you about a topic that has been on my heart and it goes back to the Fulfilled Life Project and my story of how this has all evolved over time. And I feel like I need to explain this because I know that there are people who um, maybe come into listening to this podcast and they're like, okay, the Fulfilled Life Project, I didn't expect it to be so faith-based or so Christian. And I don't know if that's the truth. I'm sure it is for some people, but also it's definitely a fear of mine. And I know that fear is not from God. So I wanted to kind of backtrack for you and explain how this all started and where my vision came from and, and really my journey in growing in my faith. And hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll hear how it all comes full circle and it will inspire you in some way. So that is my hope for this, this episode. So let me go back. Um, growing up, I grew up as a Methodist. I grew up going to church pretty much every Sunday. Um, to be honest, I was really highly motivated by the fact that we would go out to breakfast after church. Um, I loved Sunday school. I loved singing the songs. Um, if I was sitting in church during the worship time or, you know, during the message, a lot of times I was staring at the clock and literally counting to 60 amount as many times as I thought it would take us to get through the hour, even though our minister was amazing. But, um, that was kind of my journey. And I can remember the felt little cutout shapes in Sunday school and then moving them around and hearing the stories, but never really understanding. And I think that's like a common theme with me. I always feel like I need to know more. I need to know more. I need to know more. And I kind of doubt myself. But so then fast forward, we kind of stopped going to church as much. And I had a bunch of friends who were in the Catholic church. And so I thought, okay, well, that's what's missing. I should be Catholic because there's more rules and like, I, you know, like there's more structure and, and, and I feel like maybe that'll make me more legit. And so I thought like, oh, I I should go to Catholic church and I would go and it just wouldn't really, none of it would still resonate with me. Sometimes I felt like they were speaking a foreign language. And so time went on, adult life happens, going out a lot happens, church is not even on the forefront of my mind. Obviously, I, I, still, I was still a believer, I still believed in God, but that was as far as my understanding went. Fast forward to eight and a half years ago, I guess, I started my business in the online health and wellness space. And in a lot of network marketing models, if you're not familiar, personal development is a huge part of it. Getting your mind right is a huge part of it. Getting to, you know, have a growth mindset and really working on your mindset is a huge part of the network marketing space. Um, And it gave me this hunger, like, yes, this is what I'm missing. I want to work on my mindset. And so I started with some personal development books. I read um, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy. I read, I don't know, a ton. I can send you some suggestions if you're looking for one. But then there was this other piece that other people were talking about, and it was devotions. 
And I kept hearing devotion, devotion, devotion when we were checking in with our um, business partners and, you know, going over the activities for the day. It was like, oh, I, you know, I did my workout. I read my personal development and I did my devotion. And so I literally think I Googled what's a devotion. And I learned that devotions are these little books or these little passive excerpts, really, that kind of go upon a verse or a theme from the Bible and put it into almost like a narrative storytelling format. And so I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. And so I started to like dabble in reading devotions. And I remember the first time I ordered a devotion, I ordered Jesus Calling by Sarah Young, which is one of my very favorite devotions. And I can remember I was away on a trip for my business while when it arrived in the mail and Ryan opened the package and was like, Jesus Calling and took a picture and wrote like, is he? Because the other side of this is that we were married, um, on the beach in Mexico. We were not married in a church. We did not go to church necessarily as a couple at any point. And it really wasn't like an important thing for us, I guess. Nothing we ever discussed. And Ryan grew up Catholic and, you know, had done all the sacraments or all the things that you need to do in being Catholic. And so we were just in these two different places, but neither of us really were active in our faith. Right. And so I started reading Jesus calling and I started to get this hunger to know more. And I, I can remember that book getting me through some really hard times, you know, hard times, just life throws things at us. Right. And I would cling to whatever was in there. And there were days where I would open that devotion and whatever excerpt I was on that day. And and if you're familiar with Jesus calling, it goes by days. So like today you would open up. And if you're listening to this in real time, I'm recording this on May 31st, you would open up to May 31st and you would read whatever it said. And I was like, wow, I started to realize like, that's really cool. That's really powerful. Like this is this, there's something behind this. And then, um, like God is, he started to just put more and more things in my path that made me want to grow in my faith. We started sending my son to a Christian preschool and he started to come home and talk about God and talk about Jesus. And it ignited this desire in me and it just slowly built. And then, um, I've said this a lot of times, so if you've heard me talk, you've probably heard me say this, that God has literally handpicked people and placed them in my life, and I can I can visualize when they were placed in my life. And a great friend of mine is one of those who was placed in my life, definitely by God, um, and I met her at preschool drop-off, and I can remember seeing her and thinking like, oh, she looks like she works out. She's probably coming from the gym. I think we could be friends. She's cute. She's got cute kids. Like, I think we could be friends. And fast forward that summer, I met her at the pool and we did develop a friendship. And at the same time, I met another friend at the pool and the three of us became close friends. And before long, I realized that they were both strong Christians and they started to talk about the books they were reading. And instead of kind of shying away and being like, I don't know what they're talking about, I got curious. And so we committed to like reading a devotion together that summer or reading a Bible study together. And we would have conversations at the baby baby pool at the pool. And then my girlfriend said to me, Hey, I, I lead the ministry at this local church and we have this group for moms called mops. Um, I think you would really like it. I think you should come. And so I said, okay, I signed up. I think it was like 30 bucks or something. And I was like, all right, this sounds good. It's like moms of kids. I could meet some more moms. That sounds cool. Um, and I showed up on that first day and sat down at a table with other moms whose kids were similar ages to mine. We put our kids in like the daycare part of it. And they had breakfast. And so it was like, wow, this is great. There's like 
people and I love to talk and this is, this is going to be good. And then I sat down and there was a Bible verse in front of me and I can remember reading it and I just felt like, Oh, what did I do? I don't know what this means. Now I'm mad. I'm angry because how could I even think that I could attend this faith-based moms group when I know nothing about the Bible? How can I know nothing about the Bible? I don't even know where to start. And I can remember panning the room for an exit. Like, how can I leave right now? Can I get my kids first? Should I just leave and come back when it's time to pick them up? Like, how can I get out of here? Because truly I don't belong. This was a huge mistake. And I was so uncomfortable. And I sat through that. I sat through and I was like angry. Like, I don't belong here. This was all wrong. I don't know enough. Maybe I should be back Catholic. I don't know. I need to know the rules. Um, but then I showed up the following week and then I kept showing up. And then I kind of realized that I needed to take that anger and that frustration and turn it into curiosity and see where God was moving. And I used to then call myself a baby Christian. And I would always say, I need Christians for dummies. And I realized I was really putting a self-limiting belief on myself. And over time, I just leaned in. I read more. I was more devoted to reading those devotionals. I bought a Bible. Of course, it's beautiful with like a rose gold leather cover um, and gold pages because that motivates me. And I bought some uh, markers and I just started to get curious and listen and learn from other people and talk to more people who were strong in their faith. And I can remember one of my first takeaways in that season was that Someone was telling a story about a woman who had grown in her faith and that in looking at her, they could tell something was different. They could tell that she was shining brighter because she was growing in her faith and she was getting to know Jesus and what he does for us and how we can live our lives serving him. And so over that time, it's been this kind of rocky road of, I want to know more. I feel called to know more. I can see the blessings that God is giving me, but also I don't want people to feel like I'm a weirdo. Um, I've heard people say, oh, you go to one of those Bible thumper churches or, oh, are you a born again Christian or, oh, like all of these negative connotations. And I don't know where that comes from. I really don't. And it's so frustrating to me now because I'm not quite on the other side of it, but I am growing and I'm getting bolder in sharing that because there's this stigma of this Bible thumper or born again or I don't, I don't even know. I'm sure there's other names you've heard. And I just think it's like, why would you not want to live a life that is full of hope, that is reminding you to serve others and love others, that is reminding you that even though we live in a broken world, we're going somewhere better. And our job right now is to be the light and to make the world a better place. Why would you not want that, right? And so that's kind of been my journey. And if you've been listening to this podcast from the beginning, or you've been following me, even from that eight and a half years ago, when I started my business, you notice, I'm sure that I'm sharing more of this. And there is this fear that the enemy puts in my head of like, people don't want to hear that. You're being too Christian. People aren't ready for that. But I realize that that's a lie. And I realize that, you know what, there, it is a lie and it is wrong, but also there are going to be people who don't want to hear it. And that's okay. That's okay. My job is to show up and share. My job is to live in the truth. My job is to get to know Jesus, to get to know our creator, to get to live out 
what the Bible tells us to do. And it's, it's brought me so much joy. And so when I first started this podcast, the Fulfilled Life Project, if you go back to the beginning, I probably didn't even mention faith. But little by little, God would show up. And little by little, I was like, huh, maybe I should talk about a Bible verse. And then every episode became kind of rooted in whatever the Bible verse was, and that was what we would talk about. And it's grown, and it's made me more bold. And it's scary. It's scary because it's not what the world says is success. And I've been planting the seed in here that I'm going to be starting a membership called the Fulfilled Life Project membership. And I, I've kind of pumped the brakes on it because of that fear. Because I'm feeling so called to talk to the woman who I used to be, the woman who knows that there's more to life, that knows that they can live fulfilled, that feels maybe unseen because they're labeled as so-and-so's mom or so-and-so's wife. Or, you know, when they think of what do you do for a living, it's like all of these, these things that we place on ourselves and we just want to be seen and we just want to know that we're making an impact. And that's going to lead to fulfillment. But what I'm finding and what I'm learning is that at the root of that fulfillment is your faith. And so as I grow and as I evolve, I think of my brand as the Fulfilled Life Project and who Chrysanthi is and what I represent. And I I think I break it down to fitness because that's really where I started to work on myself. Friendship, because we were created to live in community. And it's changed so much for me when I've, when I've really honed in on what friendship looks like and finally faith. And I guess I could change the order of that because I think faith absolutely comes at the beginning, but I just felt like I needed to share this because I wanted you to understand that I haven't always been this person who talks about her faith. I'm not always comfortable and confident doing it. I feel the Lord stretching me so much And I know it's not for everyone, but I pray that the person listening to this episode is the woman who's like, yes, yes, that's what's missing. Yes, yes, I want to live fulfilled. Yes, I want faith and I want fitness and I want fun and I want fulfillment and I want friendship, all of those things. And I I just pray that you'll stick with me on this ride. I would love nothing more than to hear your feedback. If you listen to this podcast on a regular basis, or you're listening for the first time, or you've listened a couple of times, send me a message or leave a review in the comments because, you know, I can pull up a website and I can see some statistics. I can see, um, how many listeners there were. I can see even a breakdown of like locations. So I'm like, Ooh, I wonder who's listening in Spokane, Washington. I wonder who's listening in, you know, Michigan and who's listening in all these other places, which is really cool. But I want to know who you are. I want to know how these episodes are touching your life when you listen to them. I want to know how you're changing, how you're growing, how you're transforming, and what that fulfillment path has looked like for you and how I can serve you more. So at the basis of it, I'm going to show up on this podcast and I'm going to serve you. I'm going to come on here and I'm going to speak to whoever chooses to listen. And then for the select few that want to go deeper, I'll have the membership And for the select few that want to go even deeper than that, I'll offer one-on-one and small group coaching all around the idea of faith, fitness, friendship, and fulfillment. I pray that this story, my story resonates with you. I pray that it inspires you in some way to grow in your faith 
and to live a life that is fulfilled, a life that of service, not because the world says you should, but because the word says you should. And I think that will get you straight on the path towards fulfillment. So friend, let's get fulfilled. episode, I pray that you are leaving here feeling more fulfilled than ever, that you are ready to go out and live your best life. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you go ahead and share it with your best girlfriend. Put it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you for helping to spread the word about the Fulfilled Life Project. Until next time, girl, see you later.